0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Four Seasons and a Funeral. My name is David. Joining me are Nick and Charlie.
1: Hi. I'm-
0: Hi, I'm Charlie. Why do you guys sound so confused?
2: Because <laughs> that was a relatively normal intro, and I worry when you do relatively normal intros.
1: That's
0: just this is the Same. intro. Today we're talking about season five, episode six of Fringe. Um it's through the looking glass and what Walter found there. And I guess it's an Alice in Wonderland, like, fucking reference?
2: Yeah, it's explicitly an Alice in Wonderland reference.
0: Yeah. Except not really, because it's nonsense. But we'll, well get no, to the, it.
2: The title of it and Walter references Alice in Wonderland in the episode.
0: Yeah, but that's a nonsense exactly. reference. <laughs> eh.
1: nah, um, it's fine. We'll, yeah. we'll get there.
0: We'll get to there. But, uh, what hey, have you guys... Been, man this is cursed nick (laughs) your audio delay is gonna be an issue but
1: oh no i'm sorry
0: audience nick's audio is delayed because his internet's cursed at least he's not echoey today but apparently we can't have good audio from nick so it's gonna be cursed either way i don't know
1: why i'm not allowed to give good audio it's just it's just incredibly cursed audience i'm sorry
0: why are you apologizing to the audience i'm the one who has to fucking edit it
1: (laughs) Uh, I don't know. The audience, oh, you know, it's going to be great. The audience is just going to hear this and be like, oh, it's completely fine. And it's because David's going to have spent like way too long on this. And I'm, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry, editor David. I'm not sorry, podcaster <laughs> David, but I'm sorry, editor David. That's Wait, fair. I thought, That's the correct
0: cra- vibe. I thought Craig edited the podcast. If Craig could get off his lazy ass and do anything, I would appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: I know. Can you believe that we've been like fucking employing this guy for free for over two, like for like two goddamn years, and he doesn't do anything but just listen?
2: But we this yelled at him bunker. when he when he got off his ass and left the call. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fair. We do we do yell at him. We don't pay him, and we yell at him whenever he does anything that is unexpected. So Nick, you, know, you could just friend. call
2: him an intern. You're just describing an intern. Yelled at, doesn't get
0: paid. An agent would at least get me coffee. Is useless.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: All right. So, what have you guys been up to since the last time we recorded? Uh,
2: more unpacking. Uh, my family came over to visit, and there was a honk honk in my town, which was interesting. Really, there was a honk oh, honk. Yeah.
0: Protest, Nick.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah, one of them. One of them. Freedom convoys started in my new town. And then did a loop all over the area and came back. But um, it was kind of good because now we know how, like, soundproof our windows are, um, which is good. Uh, it is bad because we went out to the backyard and all I could hear was honking. And um, apparently someone had a truck down there with a poster comparing <laughs> Justin Trudeau to Adolf Hitler, which, you know, Ooh. like, the hair. But Yes, of
1: course. oddly.
2: Yeah, that's the only reason I can think they could compare them. But the, yeah, the uh,
0: the the persecution fetish these fuckers have—like <laughs> they want so badly to be fucking persecuted and repressed—and like my favorite edit of,
2: of the the snake flag is "Tread on me harder, Daddy," and the snake's got a ball gag in. Like, and I think yep. that just perfectly talks about what the movements generally are
0: i just i hope they're having fun larping as protesters (laughs) like i hope they're having fun being out there complaining about having to wear a a piece of fabric over their face and stay indoors because of a global pandemic you know whatever
1: Can you imagine if, um, you know, they, they were instead, you know, got like tear gassed and, you know, it was like, oh man, you know, we can't be wearing masks. That's what we're protesting against. Nick, Nick, they're,
2: they're never going to get tear gassed. They're not natives.
0: (laughs) They're
1: not natives and
0: they're mostly white. So they're going to be
2: fine. um, And and they're not, they're not protesting like the G20 or oil pipelines.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then then the police Uh, would get involved.
1: They're not hipster protests, is what I'm hearing. Did you guys
0: watch the footage of the Windsor, of the cops just slowly walking the protesters (laughs) off this (laughs) road? And then stopping and
2: not advancing anymore?
0: Yeah. Fucking Uh, hell. uh, uh, I... It... uh, It boggles my mind.
1: Like...
2: (laughs) It was our hubris. We laughed at the Americans for so long, and then they infiltrated, and now we're like, ah, goddammit.
1: Why did this happen? How did this happen to us?
0: (sighs) Just throw them in jail. Just honestly. Like, fucking arrest them. You arrest so many G20 protesters (laughs) and not a single one of these. Well, apparently uh, some counter protesters
2: went, I think, either to Windsor or Ottawa and uh, they stopped the convoy going. Like, they blocked that traffic. And a cop came up and was like, hey, you can be arrested under this act for stopping the flow of traffic and blocking a roadway to the counter protester.
1: Yep. Beautiful. Can you can you imagine the outrage in Canada and the United States if this movement that was blocking, you know, free trade between the two uh, countries right now? Nick,
2: Nick, you don't even have to imagine that because it happened with the last native protest. They literally arrested them for blocking roadways and there was right-wing media outcry saying, take this down. Stop them. They're terrorists. Oh, look, an ambulance tried to get through. All the reactions that everyone is having and the police doing nothing happened and the police did something the last time people of color protested.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's it's really shitty. And this yep. is the
2: the miraculous part is now suddenly, like... I I can't even articulate my thoughts on this because it's so frustrating to see is people well, being like the, oh the well entire,
1: the entire it's the entire reason why um a, lo- a large portion of the population doesn't think that there's anything wrong um with current like protesting laws because you know when they do it it's fine
2: <laughs> yeah hey like two thirds of Canadians want military action well, would support military action to remove the protesters in Ottawa so yeah. maybe. Maybe FLQ round two?
0: Do <laughs> you think right. Ford will enact the Measure Act? Find uh, out next week. I would respect the protesters more if they kidnap a minister. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> <laughs> David. I, w- I would, because I mean they're actually cool. doing something. <laughs> Be cool, David. Be cool. I would. Oh my God. <laughs> like... <laughs> Then they wouldn't be LARPing.
2: <laughs> They're not playing at domestic terrorists. They
0: are domestic just terrorists. do it. Like fucking pussies. <laughs> like, <laughs> just kidnap a minister. Come on.
2: He said, as a joke in satire, I swear, Ceces. Yeah, this. yeah. Be cool. Who oh, are cool, we cool, kidding? Cool. The, the government doesn't listen to this.
0: Quebec Liberté. <laughs> Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. No.
2: Hey. Hey. David's David's Quebecois. He's legally allowed to say that and not get in (laughs) trouble. Is he? There's an entire party devoted to it. No one gives a shit.
1: I don't know. I think there's a different connotation brought along with it with with David's immediately previous statements.
2: (laughs) You know, David, why why do you have the letters FLQ tattooed on your arm? They wouldn't
0: accept me. First of all, oh,
2: it's just about you showing up, and you're like, ah, yeah, free Quebec, and they're like, not you, not you. You're
0: not included <laughs> you, in our free Quebec.
1: You can you can go elsewhere now.
0: <laughs> We're freeing Quebec from people like you. Exactly, like, but, but I was born
2: here, and they're like, exactly.
0: That's the problem. <laughs>
1: Well, oh. so so Charlie Charlie had protesters come through his city and did some unpacking. David joined um the the you know <laughs> Freedom Quebec, the FLQ. Um,
2: David's now an MP for <laughs> Block <Bloch-Hebikwaf>. Québécois.
1: <laughs> it was it was an exciting week for all involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um,
0: I I would be an MP for Bloc Québécois. It's like those MPs that uh, were in the NDP for a while. Where they just put your name on the ballot? <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh. What was it? Yeah, David, Rhino party. Wait, David,
1: can you run? Can you run as a Bloc Québécois person in like like member in just not a Quebec like um. Uh, if
2: you, I think you have to have official party support for that,
0: you need official party support, and then you have to pay an amount, right? Yeah. Could oh, you that form? That second part's a shame.
2: Could you form an Ontario Bloc Québécois
0: party? I mean, as
1: there like a new provincial
2: chat, is there?
0: Yeah, there's a there's definitely one, because they get some like there have been elections with a Bloc Québécois member on the ballot where I am for, okay. uh, um, not even just like provincial, but for uh, municipality, federal, federal. Oh, oh, f-
1: municipality, weird, okay, yeah, strange,
0: huh. which is Didn't though actually... that was a while ago, so there might yeah. not be any more. I think that was like two or three elections ago, so might not exist anymore.
1: Well, David, sounds like you've got a niche to fill then, now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how have you been, Nick?
1: Um, I've been good. I'm significantly more relieved than I've been in a while, because I like, have a place to live for next year now, so that's yay. nice.
2: Um, yay. yay! I am
1: very sad, as I was telling David last night, I'm very sad about how excited I am to be moving into a place that I lived in a couple years ago and paying way more in rent for it,
0: <laughs> but still way below market average. <laughs>
1: but still below market average. You're right. That that uh, second cur- part's the important way part. Way below. Way below. <laughs> yeah. Um.
2: Like absurdly so, below.
1: Yeah. Ah. Not. No. 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 Charlie, this current place is absurdly below. That one is significantly below. Not absurdly though. <laughs>
0: Oh, I guess what else I've been up to. Um, my mom went off to my sister's uh, in order to help because she's due for the second baby now, Ooh. or that's coming up. Ooh. So she's gonna go help. So my dad and I are fending for ourselves in the <laughs> cooking situation. Uh, to which did my dad's your microwave suggest-
1: break as soon as your mom left? No, <laughs> that's a shame.
0: But my dad's my dad's solution to this was okay. Let's go to the bank and take out three hundred dollars in cash and just buy barbecue ducks. In cash. <laughs> they give you a discount if you pay in
1: cash what a what a beautiful solution
2: (laughs) is there are you feeding like chinese mafia in mississauga (laughs) like is this some kind of like barbecue duck
0: racket no just what do you mean every chinese restaurant i've ever been to has given a 20 percent discount for cash only payments it's
1: almost so so most of the ones literally, that I've seen are 10%, which is slightly below the tax amount. Almost like they're just do- not counting it towards tax yes. amounts. Yes, 20% literally,
2: is so
0: high, though. 20% is
1: really every high. Every
0: Chinese restaurant I've been to has had a cash discount. So, I've so never Charlie, seen that. So do you think
1: that. that we're just not getting it's the same not, discount as David?
0: It's not on a board anywhere. You just talk to the person. <laughs> and you ask them, and they say yes. Yeah, so David David
2: gets the gets the cash Chinese food discount. I get the brown people hot sauce. Nick, what benefits do you get at a restaurant
0: run by oh, minorities? At a, not at shot a restaurant, by the <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, at a restaurant. Nick's gonna be here for a while if he's just listening. To every benefit of being white. <laughs> yeah, but do they ask you if you want it
2: like home hot? <laughs> Because I do and then f- feel bad when I go, no, mild, please. <laughs> and like white person mild, please, 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 sir. But like, could you, could you say that it's
0: extra spicy when you drop it off?
2: <laughs> what if, what if you did though?
0: All right. I guess that's what we've been up to. We've killed like 15 minutes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's get into the TV guide. <clears throat> a team member assumes a new role. While Walter, Walter searches for a vital object to help in the fight against the Observers, which team member assumes a new role this episode?
2: Astrid, she Peter. gets to go. She gets to get knocked out outside of the lab.
0: That's already right, happened.
1: So, so, so Astrid assumes a new team role from that side. Peter, I guess, has got some Observer bullshit. Uh, Olivia's new team role is that she's now the emotionally available one, um, <laughs> which is weird. <laughs> while Peter is
2: the it's- stoic one.
1: It's really weird. <laughs> um, and Walter's new team role is that he's just he's fucking crazy, and he's gonna go do this shit by himself. Um,
2: <laughs> oh no! It's Edda's new role of being dead.
1: Ah, That's new yes. Role. Let's, let's open up with that. She's eh?
0: also not dead.
1: <laughs> nah, she's dead. I, I, once again, David, I still have to. I have to stand they by my call.
0: They brought in the idea of being blasted into a pocket dimension this episode, and you think she's still dead? She's dead. Literally, I have to stand by my call, a dude gets David. exploded into a pocket dimension in this episode. A no. pocket dimension where time
2: runs much slower compared to the normal universe.
0: Correct. Like, and you think Etta's dead? Absolutely not.
1: Well, we'll see that. I
0: oh, guess.
2: they're going to find her pocket dimension and be like, "But she, but she died. And Walter's going to be like, has it been six minutes for her? We can bring her back.
0: Or like she's with that observer child or something. Oh, it would have been cool let's... if
2: they had like a bloody handprint that you could see in the background, but that's like thinking ahead.
0: Yeah. Which they don't do this episode, <laughs> this season, as we learned. <laughs> but yes, but let's hey, get let's, into it.
1: Let's let's get into it. Let's start off in the lab. Um, because Walter has decided uh fuck the propane and fuck all those other things. He's gonna do this shit by himself. Um and gets out another tape just assuming that he was doing it carefully.
2: Eh, he probably wasn't.
1: He didn't explode, yeah, so
0: that's all that matters, right? And hey, the uh, tape's
2: yeah. in, like, the best condition it's ever been because the story demands it. Yep. Exactly. Um, this tape this, has this no issues.
1: Well, this tape's still a little bit cursed, but, like, no more cursed than my audio is on any given day. It's fine. Um, And, yeah, we have Walter going out on a field trip in the... Um, and showing where the hey, vital part of the this this puzzle that they're this apartment building I guess we'll get to go there yeah
2: Walter um, immediately just kind of by himself fucks off and goes
1: just what we expect from Walter at all times right
2: yeah uh, meanwhile yeah. Peter is being a sad sad going to be robot man uh, but he still has emotions because he's watching a hologram of his daughter she's being like oh sorry i'm late does, does he have it.
0: emotions he's kind of just staring at it stoically <laughs> that's his emotion oh. right now
1: sorry i also I... just need to bring this up real quick cuz like even though this is before the episode uh you know the previously on for this episode um, it fucking touches on, like, most of what's already happened in the season, but last episode, which is what you expect most of it to be on, is one fucking scene. And it's, like, the last two minutes of that episode showing just how much filler that entire fucking last episode was. Oh,
2: yeah, it was just Peter getting the Observer tech in his head.
1: That was all that it was.
2: <laughs> oh, also, they they bring up the Donald guy getting dragged away again, and yes. then have Donald be in this episode. Except he's uh, not, Well, really... he's, he's in the recording, so
0: do you want to do who you guys think Donald is now, now or you know. when we get to it? Who do we think Donald is? It's going to be fucking Brandon, knowing my luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, you hear him talk. You know it's not Brandon.
1: <laughs> we, gonna... we, see, we even see Donald in this episode.
2: You don't see his face?
1: No, but you see they... him in the background putting on a backpack.
2: Yeah, they've gone to extraordinary lengths to hide this person's face, which means it is a recurring character.
1: Um, Sam Weiss? Um, Sam Weiss would be pretty funny. Um... But No, but
2: again, like, why are you hiding the face of this character? Right? Like, why, why go through the effort of hiding this person? Unless...
1: <laughs> it's Lincoln. It's been Lincoln the whole time.
2: <laughs> See, I'm gonna go out on the extraordinary limb donald is september
1: that's why they're hiding
2: his face because he has hair now he
1: got hair exactly
2: that's why they're hiding his face because they're going to do a dramatic thing of oh what an observer with hair how the fuck is this possible
0: he took out his implants, and the implants is what makes them all bald. <laughs> so Peter's going to slowly lose his hair.
1: Peter's, uh, Peter's going to have to play it off as male-patterned baldness as well, and Walter's going to go, that didn't run.
2: Oh my god, do you think one of the writers for this season was watching the special features for last season and saw the, the Peter Bishop um, script read and saw at the end where Joshua Jackson is in observer makeup and was like, oh my god, I got an
0: idea. It was all secretly this. foreshadowing. It's it's yes, fourth obviously. wall breaking, man. It's an it's AR fourth wall breaking foreshadowing. It's all been told. We're idiots for not being able to see it. Season 5 makes perfect sense.
1: <laughs> God, how how could we be so stupid? We're bad right. people
0: for not liking the season of Fringe. That but we are.
2: Yeah. We're terrible.
0: Anyway, Peter blah, is... blah blah blah, vaccines aren't real. Freedom convoy. Let's all Hong Kong. Huh. Huh. God. <laughs> Let's right. kidnap <laughs> Peter.
1: No, <laughs> be cool, be cool, David, be cool. The funniest Charlie.
0: thing is, I don't think any of the Americans who listen to this are gonna get the reference.
2: But Nick, <laughs> yeah, what if it was uh, Maxime Bernier?
0: I don't think most cool. of the be I don't cool. think most of the Canadians are even gonna get the reference. Yeah, how how
2: many people would actually know what that is it's not widely Uh. taught in schools today I only learned about it because I took a specific history class for it it was
1: taught taught in in my
0: school briefly to me in 10th grade if I recall Yeah, as part of like Canadian history but yeah it was kind of just brushed over like and then this thing happened in Quebec and now we move on
1: yeah (laughs) it was not good and we don't talk about it yet (laughs) Um. Anyways, um. Peter. Peter is a sad boy. Um. Olivia is a fa- has found Peter. Um, Olivia
2: is a sad girl. And
0: Olivia, Olivia doesn't girl, get shot in the face, face. <laughs> when Peter starts hearing noises, pulls out a gun, and then Olivia goes, "Peter," and then he sighs and puts the gun away. He's <laughs> he <laughs> like, "Ah, oh, there's right. like, this well, damn.
1: Mad. There I was thinking I was about to get shot by the science bullets that we use to kill the observers.
2: <laughs> he would have shot me so fast." <laughs>
1: I wouldn't have been able to react. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to regenerate because, you know, the bullet was too fast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's also the secret to killing someone with cortex
0: So I'm still so angry that the solution to shooting observers is to shoot them faster. It's, it makes no sense.
2: I
1: love it. It's, That's it's my secret. So it's, it's great. It's stupid. great, David. Listen. David, David, even computers have their limits. We've found the processing power limits of of these computers.
2: Hey, do you think that guy who can only talk to computers could catch a fast bullet?
1: <laughs> I don't think he could catch Where's it, that guy? but I think he could move out of the way faster, mainly because he's been having way too much sex with that AI. What um, if that
2: guy came back? Would we be happy about that if that like, man is Donald. That man to
1: is the- Donald. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I will I will shit myself of that man is Donald.
0: I, honestly, this episode does get kudos from me for bringing something back from season two.
1: And it, dude, like, dude, we're going to get there? I fucking enjoyed this episode. I'm sure you guys is, are going to shit on it, but no, I actually no, really no, enjoyed this episode. No, this was
0: I, not a bad episode. I agree. This was a good episode, which is shocking. I think because they managed to bring something back and it does explain away some of the bullshit that I was complaining about. Like... Like this was
1: crazy.
2: This was a Anyways, genuinely
1: interesting episode. Let's let's actually get into it because as I was saying, I actually enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, but Olivia's like, hey, Peter, maybe you know, um, let's let's talk and talk about you know what we're feeling about our daughter dying and us losing her for a second time, so that we don't have the same thing that happened the first time happen again. And, and Peter's like, like, fine, I, I, I g- guess.
2: I guess communication is the key to a healthy relationship.
0: Again, uh, Olivia worry, yeah. being the emotionally available one. Weird as fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, recognizing that Peter's a little bit, like, fucked up, and is like, hey, what, what's, what's with this nick on the back of your neck? It's like, eh, it's fine. The observers got me, but I'm all good now.
2: What are you doing on the back of Peter's neck?
1: What aren't you doing? Ooh. No, you, you
2: specifically. You said there's <laughs> a nick know. on the back of his neck.
1: I know. Why, why aren't you there? It's, it's great. Because
2: I belong in the legs on a horse.
1: Ah,
2: what? yes. A charlie horse, David. Oh, okay. <laughs> dense pitch. I'm a David
1: fly.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a fly that makes David, sassy remarks and then name, runs into to a window. To Adam,
1: because then it's easy to actually do something. <laughs> Anyways.
0: Fringe guys, Fringe. fringe.
1: Uh,
2: Walter keeps he writing down notes from the videotape. He got to go to apartment four thirteen at one sixty seven Cedar Street. Apparently, there's a woman in there who just bitches at him, but that's only there for like a weird callback when he gets there.
1: Otherwise, it's Maybe. fine. Um, important to note, Walter has Walter, and I guess the entire rest of the Fringe team has forgotten that Big Brother exists. Um, also,
2: the show fucking forgot Big Brother There is this. no Big Brother.
0: Like, they are constantly just calling each other and talking on so- cell phones, and there's no mention of encryption so, or well, anything.
2: Like, no, 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 because that, that's not the issue. It's Walter is walking to the apartment building, and then we get a view of a security camera, and it does facial recognition, and it's like, oh, hey, here's Walter Bishop. He is at this place. How many times over the last five episodes have we complained, why isn't their facial recognition tech? Why aren't they being hunted down like animals? And now apparently it
0: exists, and it but, still but takes the observers this the whole corner. Yeah, and it still <laughs> takes the observers the whole fucking day to get there. They can teleport. I don't understand why they aren't instantly fucking there. <laughs>
1: like... But anyways. Uh-huh. Uh in real in reality David the reason for that is is because they then have humans validate it and the humans are way too terrified to have to come to them with something wrong because the observers are bad managers. Um
2: why don't they just inject humans with the I'm sure we'll find out next episode. But like just give the humans the implants and be like cool now we can kill you with a click of a button do what we say also you're super smart now. And ball anyways.
0: <laughs> and he can only talk to machines i mean <laughs> wait what hmm? oh my god is he is that dude gonna be like the ur observer or some shit the what <laughs> the ur observer like the ancestor oh the who are you talking about the machine talking the... guy oh that would be uh, awesome
1: that would also be hilarious anyways walter makes his way up the, up to the top of the apartment um and uh starts doing a little jig, we'll say in the apartment well,
2: and it's like a waltz almost
1: yeah, it's a little it's a little waltz, and then he steps and disappears.:
2: I really thought it was going to be, hey, we're going to be in red universe, and I was super excited
1: i i I got super pumped when Walter just disappeared here, and honestly, even though it's not red universe, this is pretty fucking great. yeah um... <laughs> pocket I...
0: dimension pocket dimension's cool, but also let's bring red universe back, come on. Like, four seasons of it, and then not a single mention of it? Come on. I bet you they bring it back for the last
2: two. It'll be like a series finale kind of thing.
1: We're, we are certainly getting closer with them being like, hey, this is the pocket universe between those two. Ooh.
2: Ooh. Oh, exactly. also, I just remembered, we forgot a little Easter egg from last episode. Uh, when they put down those cubes to stabilize the wormholes, the lights flash green, 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 red.
0: Oh, sweet. cool.
1: Yeah. All right. Just just remembered that. that. (laughs) I'm glad that they've at least got some of the things. There's even some next episode clues, as as I found the (laughs) Ask Alice for this episode. Is there more
0: graffiti on the ground somewhere? I did not
1: have a good enough look at more graffiti. It wasn't quite as obvious this time around. I'm sure it's somewhere in there, but David, just like how everyone else is here, I don't particularly want to go back through this episode and try and find <laughs> it. So this one's fine. So, like, I would actually do it for this episode, but most of them, no. <laughs>
2: uh, Yeah, anyway, we go back to the lab, and, um, hold on, where am I?
1: Well, no, first we, um, first we Can get we Walter where... on the other side.
2: Oh, I thought we went back to the... We We get
1: a very brief scene of, look, Walter is fine, he's just in a very fucked up place. Um, and yeah, then it's... we go back to the lab
2: yeah yeah and Astrid is looking for Walter can't find him Olivia and Peter show up and they're, she's like oh thank god Walter's with you and they're like no he's not
1: oh. um, but hey look he did get the next tape out it's kind of weird that he's not here to celebrate and show us or you know let us know that he did that so they uh, pop it in and watch, start watching as well and yeah. we get some really good little just like old Walter scenes here as well Yeah, um, where which he's is like... great
2: He's giving directions on a bus, and there's a dude behind him kind of, like, making comments or, like, upset that a dude is recording with a VHS camcorder in 2016.
0: Loudly on the bus. <laughs> yeah,
2: and Walter <laughs> turns around and is like, can I help you? And then it cuts, and it comes back, and that dude's just not there. So Walter either moved or kicked the guy off the bus. <laughs> and, he's, and Walter's like, don't worry, this might be complicated, but I'll be with you every step of the, ooh, raspberry danishes. Stops and gets himself a snack. Uh, but it's, yeah, then gets... Oh, sorry, Nick.
1: I was just going to say, it's it's really, it's really nice to have those moments back again. Because um, those are like fun little things that we'd had in previous... Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah.
2: But yeah, Walter in the recording gets up to the top floor and he's like, yeah, um, the hiding spot we're going to is in the membrane sandwiched between two parallel universes. Um, hey, heads up. Laws of physics don't necessarily apply the same way there that they do here, but it's fine, though. Don't worry about it. Ah, look, it's my good friend, Donald. (laughs) And yeah, Donald's there, just not his head, because he is shot from the neck down and then immediately assumes camera duties.
0: Yep, he is POV, (laughs) you are (laughs) Donald.
2: And Walter has a chalk drawing on the floor detailing the steps to how to get into the pocket universe because i assume you have to enter at a very specific angle and position um i don't know why they don't just have a line on the ground and go align your toes here and walk forward
1: um yeah that seems more useful but it's fine this is this is way more whimsical and way more um it is also
2: way more like alice in wonderland ish
1: it definitely is And um, the tape, as they do that final step, uh, the tape cuts out and goes black. And that's all that they get on the tape. But the
2: tape's not damaged.
1: Nope. This is just where they stopped recording, I guess. It's fine. So, Fringe Team's, you know, and by Fringe Team, I mean Astrid, Peter, and Olivia are like, all right, I guess we should probably go and figure this out. Also, I I guess Donald's here. We should probably figure out what the fuck is going on. Maybe Walter went to this apartment building getting this by himself. So... Away they go. Um. At that point, we cut back to Walter, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, we cut back to Walter, into Walter in spooky parallel world. Okay.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, because he goes. They have this super cool scene where he goes around the corner, and there's a corridor that's like on a literal ninety degree turn from where he's stepping. Yeah. Because gravity just doesn't work the same, I guess. And he like very nervously glanced down and goes like, "Not that way."
1: Not that way, I guess. And then there's a Um, screwdriver
2: to his throat.
1: Well, yeah, because he he looks down a hallway and there's a person down there. He's like, oh shit, I didn't think there was anyone else in here. This is bad. And, um, (laughs) dude walks down a hallway and appears next to Walter.
2: And Walter's like, ah, you must be Donald. And the guy's like, nope, my name's Cecil. Walter's like, wow, what a fucking. How do I get out of here? Help. Walter's like, what a nerd name.
0: (laughs) Cecil. Who the fuck do you think you are, nerd?
2: bet you're I a like little like to...
0: bitch why don't you stab learned... yourself cunt <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ oh. so aggressive that's at walter which, at
1: which point at which point uh if if this show were shot from cecil's point of view walter would definitely be the bad guy uh
2: oh yeah cuz he's super confident and he's, he's like he's
1: super calm confident and like don't worry i made this place and the guys like this is my personal hell i've been here for 5 days get me out well, And
2: Walter's like, how are you alive? You've been here for five days. There's no food and water here. And the guy's like, there's water. And Walter's like, bring me to your water. He's like, give me, me your water. water. He's <laughs> like, no, it's mine. And the guy, Walter's like, no, no, no. You don't understand. If you want to live, give me your fucking water. Show me where it is.
1: Um, And they <laughs> walk that way. <laughs> so aggressive. It's great. That's what happens. Walter's just straight up the bad guy here. <laughs>
2: I mean, he even says it himself at the end of the episode.
1: He does. But yeah, they get to their water, um, and Walter's like, this water shouldn't exist. There has to be something behind here. There has to be like a refrigeration unit or anything. And the guy's are like, no, there's nothing over there. Just don't make my water turn off, please.
0: <laughs> I need this water. It's all I, I have. I, it's I been five days. <laughs> yeah, dude looks oddly okay for
2: drinking half a cup of water a night for five days.
1: Ah, uh, uh, you know, he he's like a camel. He'd been drinking water a lot before he went looting that night, so.
2: Oh, yeah, we also find out the dude was uh, looting apartments, and then the apartment got bombed, and he ended up here. And Walter's like, this apartment block got bombed 20 years ago? Dude's, Dude's
1: like,
0: uh... Dude's like, no, it's 2016. And Walter's like, bitch, it is 2036. Dude looks like he's having a traumatic experience because he's like, but no, my wife, she's waiting for me. And it's like, yeah, Wal- Walter's like, nah. Well, she's like, nah, she's not.
2: Bye. Let's keep going. <laughs> not
1: anymore. She is She probably waited those five days. <laughs> Jesus, she moves on quick. <laughs> Only five days. <laughs> Listen, her, she. She, she was, I'm assuming that his way of providing for the two of them was to go looting for apartments. I don't think she had the ability to wait more than five days before, you know, moving on and having to loot apartments herself, probably.
2: <laughs> That's fair.
1: Like, I'm just talking about the harsh realities of uh, post-occupation observer world.
2: <laughs> harsh realities of looting.
1: Um. But yeah, Um. we cut back to the fringe team at this point. Um, and they have made their way, um, to, uh, Cedar, Cedar Drive, right? One of
2: those. Cedar Street. Cedar
1: Street. Cedar Street. And, uh, make their way into the apartment. Um, you know, marvel at the fact that Walter somehow made it up these, like, very, very obviously CG'd exploded stairs. <laughs> um. I don't know you're talking <laughs> about. That's not a green screen. God, it's upsetting how you could tell that they've used way more green screen in this season than they did in previous ones. <laughs>
0: It's all like every oh my god again. Fringe (laughs) has never had best like the greatest special effects or CGI specifically. They've they they had
1: excellent property like Uh... department.
0: Yeah, their
2: property master was awesome.
1: A fucking beautiful man. I
2: mean, I wasn't going to go that far.
1: (laughs) Did did you see that magic that john Noble was able to pull because of him? (laughs)
2: I really thought they were injecting the actors every single time. Don't know what to exactly. Tell you
1: exactly. I was pretty sure that they were just straight up injecting heroin every seat. It was great.
2: did you guys ever have the thing as a very young child where you thought that if a in a movie, if an actor died, they died for real?
1: no or was that was
2: that just me? I think that was just you okay
1: <laughs> Good to know uh don't worry, don't <laughs> worry, Charlie. I we'll continue. I, I just <laughs> Charlie, don't worry. I was too afraid of movies to watch them as a kid, so I legitimately cannot like answer that well. They they just scared me. So you know, here we are. You
0: guys are nerds,
1: <laughs> dude. I was just terrified for for like no real apparent reason. Just movies were spooky. I do not want to watch them. Um,
2: I think we've covered this. I think there was a you had a decent reason to be afraid of movies.
1: Ah, uh, dude, I was way too afraid of like the start of like Finding Nemo, for example. Um. Uh, the, the fucking THX sound effect at the start of movies just put me on edge right at the beginning, and then, you know, you'd, like, see the first little bit, and they'd have that first bit of conflict, and I was like, nope, I'm done. I'm out of here.
2: Okay, that's weird.
1: <laughs> Dude, I, Th- it's fine.
2: THX1 is, is weird to me. To be fair, that really? was
0: very loud.
1: It was it was loud and ominous. Those sound, that sound is terrifying. Audience, please agree with me. That sound was terrifying as a child.
2: No, because you're like, "Oh, cool! Movie's starting. I get to watch Chicken Run on VHS."
0: <laughs> I just didn't like it because it was loud. Like, I didn't think it was ominous or anything.
1: It was too. It was too loud. It was ominously loud. All right. Anyway, Fringe. Fringe. <laughs> fringe. Where no thx sounds are, it's fine. Um, but yeah, the uh, team, the Fringe, like the Fringe team, has made their way to apartment four thirteen at this point. Uh, they see the footprints. They're like, "Oh shit, Walter must be inside." So uh, Peter and Olivia are like, "All right," and they do the same thing. They step through, and Astrid's like, "Good, I'll keep watch." Um, and they make their way over into uh, the pocket universe. Uh, meanwhile, our observers have now gotten news. Uh, Walter was spotted in this area, and they're like, "All right, let's let's go search there." I guess
0: only took like all of the goddamn day. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> we'll
0: it's get there eventually. My... So, yeah, they're on their way there. Um, Olivia and they, Peter enter into the alternate universe, and they shortly meet up with Walter.
1: Well, no, first they determine that the tape still works on this side. Uh,
0: oh, yes, but there's more tape There was more, there was tape more tape to the tape. <gasps> there was more tape yes.
1: because Pocket Universe be weird. Um, and here we are, where probably the first part of the tape doesn't work anymore, but this part does.
2: Timey-wimey.
1: Wibbly-wobbly. <laughs>
2: Universe, uh. booniverse.
0: <laughs> uh, do Ooh,
1: you guys remember?
0: <laughs> do you guys remember the 50th anniversary Doctor Who special? That was good television. It
1: was a fun time.
0: Wait, what was
2: the 50th anniversary one? Was that the Mister Bean one?
0: No, that was the War Doctor. No,
1: that was the oh War yeah, doctor that had was... Tennant and Matt Smith in it.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a that was a decent episode that was a great episode my favorite part is when uh 11 says wibbly wobbly timey wimey and war doctor <laughs> goes do you have to speak like a child <laughs> and 10 <laughs> noticeably looks like, 10 noticeably looks away
1: <laughs> that wasn't for me it's fine
0: <laughs> one of my favorite parts <laughs> that
1: was a good that was a good that was kind of a good like high point of doctor right there i
2: miss john hurt so much I rewatched the Hellboy movies with like Ron Perlman, and ah, uh, just God, I miss John Hurt so much.
1: Um. Anyways, wolf.
0: this isn't our Doctor Who. This isn't our what? What is it? What was it? Super Who? Who Lock? This isn't our Super Who Lock podcast. <laughs> what is the lock um, on that? Because Sherlock.
2: Oh God! Right. Yeah.
0: Supernatural Doctor Who Sherlock the trifecta. Gross.
1: <laughs> uh, anyways, um, hey, you were fringe. into all
0: three of those at some point. <laughs>
1: we have... yes, I was. Hey. <laughs> I just
0: don't want to talk about Fringe.
1: <laughs> well, too bad, David. There's still like nine more episodes to go, and then you don't have to ever talk about it again. uh Okay. <laughs> anyways, um, Walter, they, um, Peter and Olivia, uh, meet up and find Walter and, um cecil not donald yeah.
0: and they're like hey uh, is that donald and walter's like nope it's just some random dude i found
1: <laughs> just some random dude what so i will say this is this has very once again very similar vibes to how our how our D D campaigns go of um if, if if our party were to get split up uh if they put back up and be like hey is that that person we were looking for nope just some random dude oh all right cool i guess he can stick around but if he dies we're not going to shed a tear uh, <laughs> he's very expendable. Uh, poor man's life hanging in the balance of the fringe team. And they're like, yeah, we'll see if he makes it out. He got Spoiler. more. He too. don't,
2: he don't make he don't. it out.
1: He, he's not. It's, it's okay. This, as it turns out, this was purgatory for him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like,
2: Oh, I thought this was purgatory. And Walter's like, what would you have done to deserve that? And he's like, I stole. And Walter's like, yeah, you, you belong here. <laughs> You remember in, in your darkest moments, you deserve this.
1: This is this is where you'll go when you actually die. You'll just be back here again. <laughs> Listen, God
0: is real, and he and will judge you. God is real, and it's me.
2: I made this God. world. I'm God.
1: No, no, no. It's God is real. I talked to him, and he said, "Hey, can you make this for me as purgatory?" And I went, "Yes, as long as I can use it to hide people."
2: God is real, and he called you a bitch. The name of my self help book.
1: Um, Anyways, they get to the point where we learn that um, the thing that they're hiding here isn't actually a thing, it's a person, and it's the Observer Child. Um, They've actually brought something back for once. Shocking. Um, From
0: Season 1, Episode 15, Inner Child. Well, because, yeah, they, they meet up with Walter,
2: and they're like, oh, it's the Observer Child. And this is the part where I almost got... This is they the annoying talk thing.
0: Timelines. They talk timelines. They literally talk about it.
2: Cause, yeah, because Walter's like, I don't know who the fuck that child is. And Olivia's like, ah, he must have experienced this case differently.
0: They like, talk timelines. How, how do you have this? They talk timelines. They do it. Could... everything we've pitched about about the timelines not making any sense. And they bring it
1: up. It's, so, it's a real fucking shame is what so, it is. <laughs> so
2: we... We assume that a, a construction worker still gets the heebie-jeebies uh, around a bu- building demo, goes down, finds the kid. He and Olivia still bond, which would be an easier experience for her because she's not emotionally closed off in what original alternate timeline Olivia's life was. But she, was... she
0: also would not have had it as all that Cortexafran pumped into her because that doesn't happen in the original timeline as much because she gets p- pulled out of the testing early.
2: So the kid can't talk to her, but maybe he's like, still like. So she wouldn't have like yellow
0: em, empath, empath powers.
2: Yeah, but maybe they they still figure it out, or right. like the kid's unresponsive and gets shipped off somewhere else. You guys, like massive dynamic is like the real
1: answer to this. So you guys have to stop like bitching about this. No, there are two separate timelines. Um, September hop timelines grabbed the child, kidnapped him, and brought him over to this one.
0: No, but Walter knows who the child is because we see in the recording yeah. Walter talking to the child. Because, this is be- Walter has his because, memory scrambled now, and he doesn't remember. But Walter because, still experienced that because Walter that.
1: because Walter there had had now talked to September, who had brought the child over, and September was like, "Hey, by the way, child," and gave some backstory on. It.
0: No, we there is no no. <laughs> No, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs>
2: Just no. How mad are you going to be when I'm right and Donald is September?
0: I, I'm going to be furious when he doesn't talk about the arcane runes. <laughs> that Stopped oh. him and nearly killed him that one time.
1: Oh, the arcane yeah. runes. Anything in
2: the wiki about those?
1: <laughs> You're going to have to go back now? All right. Well, while Charlie goes and looks at some arcane runes... um. Let's get on to the next part of the episode where we find out which room they stored the child in. Because the arcane we...
0: runes don't even disable the things fully; they were still that guy was still able to catch bullets.
1: It just stopped him from moving.
2: So what
0: yeah,
1: David, what part of the
2: they're... what part of the tech do you think that interferes with?
1: <laughs> um, it, it it interferes with. Oh god! It's not even the motor functions because you could still grab the bullets.
0: Yeah, no, it's like a self-driving algorithm. It's like if you paint oh, white lines yeah. next to a Tesla or some shit and they can't move anymore.
1: Yeah, no the the fucking the fucking Roomba you set up uh you set up some spooky lines for a Roomba. I like the idea that the observers are just very smart Roombas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. It's stupid, is what it
1: is. <laughs> Anyways, um, look, guys, we get all the fringe symbols on doors. Um, and oh yeah, so cool. The observer, child, so the observer cool. child is being hidden hidden in the apple room. Um, what does it mean? And yeah, they head into uh they head into the room. Uh, they uh, they're able to they're able to get in, and there is one there. The child is gone, and that's all we know. Now it's time to be sad about this.
2: No, uh the fringe fandom does not have a page for the fucking magic runes
1: that they used to kill September. Cuz
0: I guarantee they'd get ne- they never get brought up again.
1: Oh, what a beautiful thing. All, Literally...
2: all the the <sighs> line out, like detailing that plot point is they find September still stuck on the piece of floor and Jessica holding him at gunpoint.
0: That's it. <laughs> Magic fucking runes.
1: What an actually be- uh, <laughs> Anyways, um, there's no there's no Observer Child in this room. I guess we'll watch the end of the tape and figure out what Walter had planned. Oh, um, this is just him making sure that the Observer Child is fine. Uh, and um, if if we want to actually learn why he's important to plan, you, you gotta go find Tape 8. So, uh, find out next time, everyone. Yep. Um... Walter starts freaking out, like God, the plan is broken. Uh, they-, they must have already found this pocket universe, the observers, and taken the the observer child. Couldn't be anything else. That's what it has to be. Olivia is able to keep her head and smartly go, "All right, what's what's different in the two rooms other than observer child? Oh, look, there's a radio here. And you know what I'm hoping that radio does? I hope that radio goes operates on the fucking ghost work. That would oh, it be... would have been
2: so fucking good if it did.
1: It- Charlie, it hasn't made sounds yet. I don't think they've figured out. They gotta use the ghost network with it. Nope. It's gonna be great.
2: Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. I, not
1: gonna happen. I, God, I. you know how fucking pumped I'd be? <laughs> <It's>... uh... <laughs> that would be so good. It'd be so good. They'd be yeah, like, no, hey, the, look, uh... we're worried that the observers are listening to all our communications. So we brought back the ghost network as well, bitch. And we got Maybe... it to work on this radio. Maybe David. Donald
0: is Roy McComb.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs>
2: uh, david uh unfortunately according to a reddit thread on the fringe subreddit the runes are never mentioned again or oh explained.
0: my god of course that's what i'm saying
1: i'm yeah. i'm so glad that they got brought up once and that they're i think that's actually the most egregious like fringe element that I've seen. Yeah,
0: magic fucking runes on the ground that stop observers? And they're like, man, it's the like, observers invaded. No straight up magic. No. Shame we don't have magic runes.
2: No, but having having anti-observer tech like technology like that, and then not bringing it up again in the season about defeating the fucking observers. Like, not once does any character go, hey, remember that magic shit that stopped September from moving? Could we try to reverse engineer that? Nope no one no one seems to remember that despite it being a monumental I, event
1: i like to believe that they talked about that with september and september went nah that's cursed shit we ain't touch- we ain't touching that well, no, And th- no that was said, the end of it like every what? time peter be like hey but what if we learned about those rooms to stop the observers and september was like no fuck that shit we ain't touching that
2: no it was, september said every single time the same thing he said when they asked about it the first time he said you should not have this technology it is beyond you
1: it's
0: not technology. My... It's literally just magic. Like, that's what it is. It's going to come My down My runes are too powerful magic. for you, traveler. <laughs> it's literally magic and September's worried they're going to summon Satan by accident. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Rune peddler, I need your strongest runes. <laughs> uh, anyways, where were we? Um, Walter being sad. It's okay, though. Uh, Peter still has enough emotions to calm Walter down and be like, listen, the observers couldn't have found him. It had to be Donald. Um, we'll we'll get this observer child still. I promise you there's a good there's a chance he's safe. Why he's not here. Who knows? Well, probably because everyone thought we were dead. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> and then they're like, cool, let's get everyone out of here. And Cecil's like, yes, please. And they're like, not yet. please.
1: Why couldn't we have done this sooner for me? Why didn't you guys just <laughs> let me go earlier? And they're like, it's okay, we needed you as a human shield, just in case. Um, and
2: also, so we cut back to normal normal universe. Why, why didn't they bring Astrid in with, like, why does she just need to chill outside the portal? Like, what the fuck is she going to do? Just besides in case get this exact in-
1: situation occurs, so that she can get <laughs> bitch slapped by an observer.
2: I was going to say, besides get donkey punched in the back of the head by a future person. <gasps>
1: Uh, which happens, by the way. Uh, yeah, she the observers are like, hey, sweep, sweep door by door. And then one of the observers is like, but I'm going to check that room first. Uh, yeah.
2: 413, obviously the starting
1: place. Teleports in, punches the shit out of uh, Astrid. Another observer comes. They're like, oh, cool. We can see that universe door. All right, through we go. And uh, here we are. Uh, they're, th- they're in now. And... I guess it's time to go and uh, have our have our fight scene of the episode, sort of. Yeah. Our chase and then fight scene.
2: And it, it, So, then, yeah, they get into a fight. Olivia pulls her gun out and tries to shoot the observer. And the wiki says, like many tech devices, it doesn't work in this environment. A gun is not a tech device.
1: No, 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 Charlie. Those bullets go faster because of science. And those physics don't work here. But... Charlie, she fired is the gun. Down, down a, is
0: up. Left is right. Actually, no, no, no. Is no, 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 I've
1: got it. I've got it. I've got it. She fired the gun, but instead of it making the bullet go extra fast, it's going extra <laughs> slow. It's still in there. It's just moving really, really goddamn slow.
2: But So they're like, oh, tech doesn't work in this thing. Except for a fucking video camera, apparently.
1: No, it just works and, differently. And also the Observer's science guns. Don't worry about the Observer's science guns causing explosions and absolutely demolishing Cecil. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. That man is
1: dead. Uh, it's a shame that he's just going to wake up back here again. Um, and yep, the Observer's chase. Um, Walter starts to try and find his way out. Peter's like, hey, it's right here. Don't worry. Pushes him through um peter's like olivia through here and jumps through himself olivia's like all right observer they uh observer catches olivia um they have the little tussle uh tries to fire the gun here bullet comes out really slowly fortunately she then pulls the observer through to the other side where the bullet then goes super fast and kills him bam
2: amazing how that uh, slower bullet didn't like collide with the fast bullet and explode her gun eh, nick
1: Nah, the as soon as she went through, it's just that she double tapped. We just didn't get to hear it because the first bang was also super deafened. Because instead of being loud, it's super quiet in that universe. Nick, you um, gotta,
0: Nick, you gotta stop coping with these freak episodes. And <laughs> she pulls the trigger like
2: four times, and it clicks like the gun is empty, implying that basic like combustion doesn't work in the pocket universe, which I could understand. I could, but. I don't know. It just seems wrong.
1: Basically, that observer that she pulls over to the other side is super dead because there's like 18 super fast bullets that were all just like stacked together on top of each other going. But is, um, but
2: is he as dead as the observer that Peter kills? Because Peter's no, like, oh, let's get
1: let's get to that because that was both hilarious <laughs> and like <laughs>
2: Peter's like, oh, hold them off, and they're like, okay, how? And he's like, don't he's like, worry, don't worry, about I got this. And it gets into a back alley fight with an observer and, like, starts catching his punches like Neo fighting uh, Mr. Smith for the first time in Matrix (laughs) 1. And you're like, oh, my God, he's so fucking fast. What the hell? The observer's like, oh, bitch, I know what you did. You done did fucked up now. Peter's like, as fucked up as your neck? And he's like, what? And then Peter teleports
0: and breaks his neck. Can I just ask, who fucking directed this fight scene? Was it the director from Taken? Like, holy fuck (laughs) the number of cuts. (laughs) Uh, uh, Holy fuck. I was, like, having a seizure watching all these goddamn cuts. So, my girlfriend and I
2: just finished watching Angel, like, the Buffy spinoff. Holy shit, there's so many cuts in those fight scenes. Like, one... One punch, I think, in one of those fight scenes for the show had like three different cuts in it. And once you what look for it, it is thing. so jarring.
0: Well, if they the thing is, if they cut up a fight scene that much, it's either because the editors and directors are shit or the actors can't fight. <laughs> like, and, yeah. Are and the they're only reasons to do that.
2: And they're running yep. off of um, stunt actors. Yeah, and, or, they're,
0: or they're running low on time, like, as well.
2: Yeah, so they're like, oh, we can't do cheater shots to hide your face or get the actor in for a reaction yeah. to, like, fake a punch or whatever. But yeah, Peter fucks up this observer, but the observer's like, oh. Don't see,
0: it, though, I could barely see anything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you see him break his neck after he teleports. It looks teleports. like they were dancing the Macarena. So, <laughs> so Peter teleports the same way they do, but that also appears to be their time travel teleport.
0: Yeah, can Peter yep. just teleport now? Is that also a Peter, thing?
2: I think Peter, Peter can teleport can just now.
1: teleport now. Uh, also, I'm going to rate this next snap well below David Robert Jones. Uh, oh, Peter's no. Gotta, Peter's got to up his game.
2: It's sloppy.
0: I miss David Robert Jones, guys.
2: No, you don't. We got him back and it wasn't good.
1: <laughs> we got him Peter back and then the he was sacrifice. like, I'm the bishop. <laughs> I was the bishop. <laughs> What you miss, David, is season one to David Robert <laughs> Jones without all of the bullshit that was the end of season one. <laughs>
0: oh my god. I'm, the bishop is still so fucking funny.
1: <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, um, yeah
2: Winmark he... sees Peter, um, like, teleport and kill a guy, and he's like, ah, yes, my new apprentice. He will bring oh, peace oh. to my empire. Oh.
0: Perfect.
1: Because
0: Peter is Vader. Winmark is yeah. Palpatine. Peter is secretly September from the future.
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. And that means that he's fucking Donald as well. (laughs) Goddamn.
0: Peter is secretly everyone. (laughs) Olivia's going to pull the wig off and it's going to be Peter.
1: (laughs) It's like, how did did you have my child? Observers, they can do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I didn't have your
2: child. I just cloned you because your child is also you. (laughs)
1: Ooh.
2: <laughs> but yeah, they're back on the bus and Walter's like, I shouldn't have gone off on my own, but I got so obsessed. I guess my brain's not healthy again. And you're like, ah, cool. This shit again. Yep. Glad we're retreading. Same re-tread.
0: Also, also
1: glad, glad to hear that Walter, who I would say is probably, um, outside of Astrid, the least fucked up out of the team right now is the one who's admitting that he's fucked up. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, hence why he's the least fucked up. <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I, I don't know. Who knows how fucked up Astrid is? They don't give her enough screen time for us to ever figure that out.
2: Yeah, but uh, Olivia and Astrid look over the radio, and Olivia's like, "Huh, that's weird. The tuning dial is jammed on one frequency, and it appears to be out of the range of all known frequencies."
1: Ooh, she doesn't and say that last. No, it's not bit. currently broadcasting. And there's Just... a
0: picture of a little ghost on the back of this radio.
1: <laughs> please, please bring back the Ghost Network. It'd be so great. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have this, so much hope and prayer, back, and it's never going to happen, but it's fine.
0: If they bring back the Ghost Network, us bitching about the Ghost Network for five fucking seasons becomes so much funnier in hindsight. Five, <laughs> five seasons and two years. <laughs> and us just bitching about the Ghost Network and how great it is. Like, that would be insane. It I would, would love that. Five, like, legiti- ten out of ten.
1: Legitimately, legitimately, it might just completely change my view on this season, and I'm really upset about that. Um, Like, oh, if, if so that's good. what saves the season. I, I also like to believe that that's the entire reason. If, if it so happens that they bring back the Ghost Network, everyone's like, holy shit, they did it. They brought it back, and that's why it's rated so highly. Everyone's like, it doesn't matter how shit the rest of it was. Fucking Ghost Network was in it. It's amazing. It's uh, the same
2: thing with Bound. Everyone hated it, but they saw a giant cold virus and they're like, that's my shit. Oh
1: my God, I, I don't know want, why I want that people beautiful like thing bound. to crawl right up in me. That's what they were all thinking, right? Oh, oh, oh stop. God. Shut oh. up.
2: Go away. <laughs> Anyhow, the episode ends with Peter uh, uh, seeing like observer vision, I guess. I don't fucking know. They just put like a blue filter, a, a grid overlay on his vision. Peter's, like, Peter's got some 80s is ha-
1: future computer tech bullshit happening to his brain This is now. how
2: the future ought to see. Ooh. Oh no. And that's it. That's the episode.
1: Yeah, which um, I really like the idea that it's like, oh, that's like a huge thing. But similar to to many things in terms of like D&D, it doesn't actually like do anything. It's just, it's there. Um, it's it's, it's a flavor. Feature, but it's just flavor. <laughs>
2: Even though, even though we've seen from like uh, an observer's perspective before, when they're looking through the glasses, and that that's not something they have.
1: That's not nope. what
0: they look like at all.
2: Yeah, well, we've
1: no, done that's observer That's because POV. when they look through the glasses, that removes the blue filter. It's oh, it's just it's heavy like blue lens. filters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh,
2: is my reaction <laughs> amazing? <laughs> all right. Uh, oh shit! No, it's my thing. Hold on. It Go, is your thing. Uh the glyphs spell split. Like, hey, we gotta get out of this universe.
0: Ooh, or a split in split. the universes, or a split or. in the writing
2: staff. <laughs> <laughs> or a split um. in Peter's humanity oh my god, this French PD page actually has the previously on.
1: Yeah, there's there's a fucking next episode clue, and I goddamn called it. Almost like it was so fucking obvious in the last episode that there was no way that anyone could miss it. Uh, and yeah, if you remember back to that really jarring scene that we were talking about last time, when I was like, hey, there's some weird graffiti in the background that has the words Ask Alice. I'm sure that's it, and it was. Yeah, um,
0: and it hurts my soul. <laughs>
1: uh i who who knows maybe there's a next episode clue for the next one as well that would be cool
0: uh i'm gonna
2: look and tell you right now
1: uh but uh, while we're thinking about that david is there a what's your uh, episode rating for one we'll start off with you so there's not
0: as we discussed oh. this was actually a pretty good episode of fringe <laughs> which is shocking <laughs> so i think i'm gonna give it as season five of fringe a solid 3 all right like b b average very like they b brought back b minus to b they brought back something they brought back the observer child from season 1 which does help one of my complaints was why the fuck did they save the observer shot of their evil? I guess that's actually being solved here. They brought up fucking timelines, which is another thing that I've been bitching about. So like they're paying attention to the continuity of fringe, which they are ignoring not done it, for the previous but they're episode. paying attention to it. Yeah. They're fucking it up, but at least they're like <laughs> referencing that it exists. <laughs> right.
2: And now we come to what? the objectively harder rating, the spinoff rating, because <laughs> in a spinoff,
0: as this feels like a crossover no episode. Sense. As a spin-off, where the fuck did this child come from? <laughs> Who is Donald? What is going on? I can't believe Ed is dead. Um, <laughs> solid two.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. the, the child could be explained, like, if this is a spin-off of Fringe, then you're like, oh, shit. If, you don't, if you've never seen Fringe before, you're confused. Go back and watch and this. They, they mentioned the case, and it's the Observer Child. If you have seen Fringe before, then it's, oh my god, that's a reference, I understand. Solid exactly. two. Okay.
1: Um, Charlie, you want to go next? Do you want me to get this one?
2: Uh, I can go next. I mean, because I don't want to go last. Um, yeah, no, I'll agree with the three. This is a shockingly fun episode, except for the ending. The ending is where it gets dumb. Where they have Peter fucking Neo it up. and it, I have so many issues with what's happening with Peter, but... You know he'll be ten times the man that observer was with that tech in his head. Oh yeah. Uh, as a spinoff, I'm gonna go slightly higher than David and say a two point five, because there is like it is weird to have a crossover character be a major plot point, but it was still a fun episode. The geography yeah. in the in the pocket dimension was super cool too. Just. That it was. Yeah, that was nice, Nick.
1: Um. All right, so this is probably a little bit of whiplash from the last episode speaking, but I'm actually going to rate it even higher than you guys were. So in terms of a season five episode, I'm going to give this a four, Um, Ooh. which seems insane, but I really enjoyed, like, I really enjoyed the fringe in this episode. Uh, I really, like, not the Peter stuff. That's last episode's fringe, though. They're like, we're not going to talk about that. That's fine. Um, The pocket dimension was really fun. The way they did it was great. Um, the fact that they had the Peter and the Observer shit and the weird green screen was part of the reason why it's not any higher than a four, but the actual fringe in it was great. Uh, character interactions, sure. Yeah. They're a little bit weird, but we're once again, getting back a little bit of the like Walter wandering off and a little bit of that that we've seen before in previous seasons. Like we're seeing a little bit of that. We're seeing a little bit of a new side of Walter. That part was really great. Um, the, like, differences in interactions that we're sort of seeing between Peter and Olivia, nice as well. Um, I actually, like, genuinely enjoyed some of the character interactions that we were getting in this episode, um, which was fun. Uh, yes, it definitely had its problems. Yes, the fact that there were observers and that they bring in so many problems as a thing. But just genuinely, from, like, a like episode of, like, just straight-up fringe, this was a four for me. It's better than there's been in a lot of episodes in previous seasons. Um in terms of a spin-off i do just in general have to rate it slightly lower mainly because if you're watching this as a spin-off especially given those character interactions i was talking about you actually miss out on a lot of things um in this because of that like not just the observer child which we've talked about previously is like sort of like a a weird callback and part of what that makes that weird is that that isn't actually a major plot point in previous fringe that's a single episode in season 1 which is forever ago um but also just like character interactions make it a little bit weird because you're seeing these new character interactions and they don't come off quite as deep because you wouldn't, if, if you hadn't seen what you've seen in these previous, like in the previous ep- season. So I'm going to give it still probably somewhere between a three and a three and a half. I think I'm going to give it a three and a half just because I like, I genuinely enjoyed this. Episode. Uh, I thought it was a fun time. Um, so yeah, that's my side of things. Yeah, super fun. It was it was, um, it was a fun episode, and as I said, probably experiencing some, some whiplash from an origin story. Uh, oh
2: yeah, but still a genuinely fun episode. Exactly. We get Walter doing shit again instead of just sitting in the lab,
1: exactly sitting in the lab and,
2: and not doing shit expressly.
1: Yes, and in terms of this being the like you know the worries about this being a fetch quest season, yeah, we still see the fetch quest part here, but they do it in a genuinely fun way for this episode. It's, it's good, anyways.
0: Genuinely fun is an interesting term
1: to use.
0: That's an interesting take.
1: Hey, David, it's fine. It's my take. It's uh, this. This one's this one's up there with uh, the last Sam Weiss. It's, you know, it's in good company. Hot trash. Okay. Cool.
0: <laughs> I guess that brings us to the end of our episode. I believe uh, it does. Guess
2: so, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you want to. Help us out. You can give us a good rating on whatever podcatching service you listen this to, be that Spotify, Amazon, uh, Google Play, iHeartRadio, our home at Podbean. Uh, recommend your this show to any of your friends if you think they would enjoy Three Idiots Rambling about a show that went off the air more than a decade ago now. That's um, kind of our bread and butter. Uh, if you want, as we are coming up to the end of this entire series... We are thinking about what our next show would be. If you want to shoot us a suggestion, you can hit us up on Twitter at Forsaf, or you can email us your very long list of like mid-2000s, early, or late-90s sci-fi fantasy shows that ran by seasons. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. Unfortunately, I think we can cross off Beastmaster and Andromeda just because there's too much politics involved with Ooh. the lead actor there.
0: Fair enough.
2: Because that is, uh, what's his name? uh, Kevin Sorbo. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. it, it, it'll stay be, away from that.
2: <laughs> it'll be too hard to talk about it with Kevin <laughs> Sorbo. Yeah. But yeah, hit us up with your other suggestions. Um, Or if you just want to yell at us that we're wrong in season five is actually good even though I think this is our first episode that is rated above like a two and a half (laughs) by everyone. Episode two was the next closest where David gave it a two and a half, and then Nick and I gave it a three. Everything else has been at or below that mark.
0: We liked this episode weirdly. We really did. It's going to be a shame when next week's episode is hot garbage.
2: (laughs) But hey. If you want to find a reaction to it, stay tuned and listen. Otherwise, we'll maybe see you never, maybe see you next week. Outro!
0: The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch, and is licensed under a Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.